Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Ashford. Ashford. Hello, everyone. Hey, this is Ashford. Happy to be here. This is fun. Yeah. So, we're going to be talking about maybe two of the most important characters that exist in the Marvel Universe, obviously. Uh, uh, well, actually, this is part two of the Mutant Force. Uh, and we're covering just two characters this time. Uh, first one is Shocker. Whoa, like the Wichita State University uh, mascot, the Shocker. No, probably not. No, also not the Spider-Man villain, which everyone thinks, uh, which which is the uh, more famous Shocker in the Marvel Universe. So what do you think the Shocker looks like? Because you're going to get it wrong. I just want you to, I just want you to, you know, you know, see, see what you feel. So the Wichita State University uh, mascot is named Shocker, and it looks like a like a face made out of a bunch of wheat put together. It's, it's, it's an interesting logo. You should go check it out. But Shocker, I'm imagining someone walking in on another person playing Bayou Billy in the year 1976. Like, whoa, look at those graphics. Where'd you get that from? Oh, only from 1986. That's that's an exactly you got it. Um, All right. Yeah. No. It's it's this dude. Shocker. No. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that right. I was definitely thinking about someone just looking like whoa. Yeah. It's it's a dude. And first off, like it like his clothes. Like it's a light. Like it's a two light purples, but one's like super light, and the other one's like a little darker. I like the color scheme there. Um. But he has claws for both feet and hands. Again, it's like someone where they were designing a He-Man character and then stopped midway. That's also that's also it is also a very He-Man character. Uh, hmm. So so yeah, his name is Randall Darby. But if you get the chance, uh, look up a uh, Bar- uh, uh, Barbie Crash and stuff. Okay. Um, it's one of one of my friends does really good job on the costume. Does like horror drag type stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, sounds interesting. Also does like normal drag and looks like gorgeous, of course. But 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 she likes doing the the uh, the weird makeup and prosthetics. Also a mercenary known to uh, same thing as the other people, pretty much. Captain America Annual Number Four. Um. Also, origin, unknown. Surprising, isn't it? Seems like this was a really deeply thought about character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting to see, like, uh, the inspiration of where all of this came from. You know, like, right now we're kind of like, oh, you know, I don't really remember this character or it might be deemed as a D-lister. Uh, I'm just shorthanding. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. But it still has to be like when we create this character, it comes from some reservoir of influence. And it would be interesting to find out like, oh, this character is based on like the background, the backstory to how they create this character. Well, it'd be nice to know, but apparently it wasn't enough for them to actually, you know, have enough for them to have their own entry. Because if they have their own, enough for their own entry, 
they will put it in. There are some really un, un, inconsequential characters who have their own entry. And this one doesn't. So that just tells you a lot. Or they weren't important at the time for them to actually put an entry uh, in for them. But uh, so this one. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so he is six foot tall, blue eyes, uh, gray hair. Weighs 235. Uh, unusual features. And please forgive me if you miss... Uh, please tell me if you miss this. Instead of normal fingers or to toes, he has two claw-like appendages on each foot and hand. How does he get around? How does he not lose balance? Toes because, are hey, important. Junior high is difficult enough if you're well put together. Imagine this. Yeah, like... It's, like, I have so many questions. <laughs> that, like, so many things require thumbs in human society. Do you go with the zipper or the buttons? That's, that's the big question. Also, how do you use that? Because, like, sure, it's like two fingers is all you need for a button most of the time. But, like, it's not like a claw-like motion. It's more like a... Clamper. Like a twist-type thing with buttons. Almost. Yeah. If those are his feet, like, how does he so do so many things? You need to answer this, please. You know, it's it's something where when you have that innate ability, where when you have to make do, you have to make do. I guess, I guess. Um, so he has normal human strength. Uh, he can produce intense bioelectrical uh, bioelectricity from his hands, quote unquote. And he can also surround an area as large as an airplane. With an intense electrical field. Um, the friction. Yes, so, so that's something. Uh, note that the shocker belongs to the mutant force. It's not to be confused with the shocker who battled with Spider-Man several times. So two shockers. Yeah, well, now he goes by the paralyzer. Oh. Wait, let me see my cat. Call me the paralyzer. Look at my cat. Oh, wow, look at that. Look That's at, awesome. His name is Dexstar. Hello, Dexstar. Yeah, he's named after my favorite Red Lantern. Well, I was just talking about Dexstar to someone. <laughs> uh, Dexstar made an appearance in that uh, Leviathan one-shot comic with uh, Jimmy Olsen. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, so he's running around right now. Oh, I, I, I was considering picking up the Jimmy Olsen uh, maxi-series they're going to be doing. Hmm, so... I'm reading the Lois Lane one currently. Yeah, but yeah, named him after. I was gonna name him after my favorite Marvel cat, but then I was just like, no, he's he's too angry. I'm gonna name him after Dexstar. The angry, <laughs> the angriest thing to exist on Earth in the entire quadrant at the <laughs> time of the Red Lantern rigs. I love that it was a cat, and I love that Atrocitus has a pet cat that he loves. You know, the artwork <laughs> on that Red Lantern book, like the first 20 issues, it was gorgeous. It was just the, the storytelling was kind of dodgy. Eh, eh. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a big sucker for all the other, other, all the other color lanterns and stuff. My favorite lantern is, uh, of all time, is still Lars Fleas, the orange lantern. And mine is St. Walker. Yeah, well, I think, I think 
we might have a fundamental different view on the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that. <laughs> We're on two different spectrums. I feel well, literally, I guess, because like my favorite, my favorite latered character, my two, of my favorite latered character is a cat so angry that it was chosen for to be the red latered for the Earth Squadron. I mean, and the Avatar squadron. of Avarice, and the Avatar of Avarice. Hmm. Hmm. And then I'm all about the well, blue. That's just common effect. I'm like blue is cool, but then that Saint Walker story. Oh yeah, it was really good. Basically, I guess uh, the the strength of Job. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was pretty good. He's a cool character. He's a cool character. They got to bring that stuff back. Oh, Jeff Johns was definitely uh, doing a stream of consciousness there yeah. on that ride on that run. Well, I don't see one of the reasons why I quit reading Mar- uh, DC after after um, New Fifty Two yeah, stuff was because it's like, oh, cool, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with this. I'm just like, nope. Yeah, and they didn't reboot everything because a lot of the stuff that happened before the new Fifty Two reboot was still going on, but it was on a condensed scale, and they took some of it away, but didn't for other yeah, stuff. Yeah, they, they, well, they let uh, Jeff Johns Green Lantern continue because they're like, "Well, we don't want to interrupt what you're doing. Everything else, we're going to reset." But then at the same time, like like in the Justice League comic, it was just like, "Hey, I just met you for the first time like a couple years ago." I'm just like, "Really? You just went? You were a?" Black Lantern, like just a year ago, Batman. Yeah. Like, uh, mm, eh. Sorry. Don't let it get to you. I, I will. I let it get to me so hard I barely read it. <laughs> read an entire group of stories because I didn't want to get invested in them. <laughs> but smart man. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, okay. So last person we're going to be talking about today is Slither. Can you, what's Slither? Slither, that almost sounds like some uh, mid-90s movie with one of the Baldwin brothers. Uh, Slither, I don't know, can they get into uh, tiptoe in, tiptoe out, like a cat one would say? Being able to, that was a, uh, that was a Hudson Hawk reference, sorry. Yeah. Was that, uh, are they able to get in and out of places? Um. Some would say they are very sneaky like a snake. Because mm. it's a, it's my favorite type of snake person. Um, just a normal person with a snake for a head. Okay, now this this okay, this okay is my favorite. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. This is my favorite character. Pretty cool. Has some lime green and green going on. I like the color schemes. Very, uh, it's almost like it's uh, Team Jamaica or something. It seemed very... 70s and uh i know i keep saying this is just like some ongoing motif definite he-man character really all of these characters could just be a he-man team (laughs) and i'm not against that i would love to write for he-man i wish i could uh so so slither so what my other favorite type of snake character is the snake characters that have snake powers but they have two snakes for arms like that's a snake power oh good gosh (laughs) which uh, i don't know if you know much about this but um marvel has a cornucopia of just snake themed villains uh and almost Ah. all of them fight captain america he's just he's just like he's just a magnet for snakes oh yeah what hydra well they're that whole thing no that's no they're not really snake like right no no i'm talking about the serpent society i'm talking like every single type of like if if you feel like it, I have a whole line, like at least ten episodes of Snake People. 
<laughs> in this you know, that I cover. I hate to do this, but they did that on the the uh, thirty nine episode Daytime Emmy Award winning He Man, where when they had those snakes or certain yes. they, they wreak havoc, and it, it bled into the the comic that came out about five years ago. Yeah, uh, uh, that's because. Um, yeah, they the took over. They took over. They basically kicked Skeletor out of Castor, uh, Castle. It's not Castle. Grayskull. Oh, Grayskull. You about to say Castle Valva? No, 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 no. They kicked Grayskull. The, yeah, um, and and like Skeletor and, and his team, like Beastmaster and all that, were just like kind of wandering around, being like, "I hate these, I hate these goddamn snake people." <laughs> so is this is some type of old lore where like. Uh, like the snakes there are amongst us, or is some type of reptilian? They've been here since the beginning of time thing. Uh, so where it's like they're amongst us, even if we don't think that they are. So I think what it is is that He Man was supposed to be, as you can probably tell visually, seemed to be loose, loosely based off of um, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Very well. By loosely, I mean almost entirely uh, based off Conan the Barbarian. And Conan the Barbarian, who was uh, really good friends with H.P. Lovecraft, um, I mean, not Conan the Barbarian, the writer who did H.P. Uh, who did Conan the Barbarian, who I'm forgetting the name of now, uh, was friends with H.P. Lovecraft, and there was a lot of stuff kind of swapping over between the two. Um, and one of the things that uh, is is a snake people. They're like this ancient evil. That mm-hmm. is uh, of snake peoples uh, that permeate both universes. So you you have that. That's one thing where it's like just, uh, you know, writers, they go to that, right? You know, a lot of writers, they go to like, what are stories that were told? Like, what's in our psyche? And, uh, you know, with Captain America, you know, fighting. Uh, and they're two different types of species. I guess one's... Uh, reptilian the other one's mammal i guess they're just perfect foils for each other and that's where it goes into the writing well i mean honestly i think the 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 ultimate the ultimate evil are um high high pitched voiced uh, skeleton buff skeletons honestly <laughs> but i mean that's just that's just me uh so slither who is definitely a he-man villain uh aaron solomon also, wonderful name. Love that name, 100%. Yeah, 10 out of 10. I like it too. Would name it. Probably going to steal it for something. <laughs> uh, mercenary, question mark, question mark, question mark. Captain America, annual number four. Um, also, apparently, we don't know what happened. Why is, who, where, why, how. So. Yeah. Parts but, unknown. Yep. Um, he is... Six foot nine inches, a very nice uh, height, um, and uh, weighs two ten. Has green eyes, no hair. Uh, so his unusual features, and again, I'll forgive you if you didn't notice this. Greatly resembles a large snake with arms and legs, and has scaled scaled skin. Oh yeah, yeah, seems obvious. Yeah, so uh. Also, Slither. four hand, uh, four fingers on each of his hands. Call me Slither. It sounds like a like an industrial hip hop pop type band in the late nineties. You know, you know what? No, actually, um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a like more on the R and B side. 
<laughs> in the nineties, like you know, like that just like real just sexed up R and B. Yeah. Where they're Slither. Just, where like they were allowed to just say like, Hey, I like to have sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in the nineties, it's that. They're just called Slither and they're just like gross. They're real gross. Just metaphors and similes that are just make uh make anybody blush. Yeah, so Slither can wrap his flexible body around an opponent like a snake can and constrict himself, exerting oh, suffocating pressure upon its vic- his victim. Is that who we saw on the cover? Yep. Okay. So. Answer that. That's Slither. That's pretty much it. That, that's a mutant force. Wow. <laughs> so, so I do have one question for you. You can make one more. No, no, no let's say this. You are what, uh, the, the sixth member, the sixth ranger, if you would say, of, of the mutant force. You have to have a single power that could be summed up on a very on-the-nose name. What would you be? I would like to be the aim, and I'm able to, uh, I'm just a great marksman. Okay. With a six-shooter. Okay. So, uh, and it's where, so I have to be very careful with my uh, just, ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Um, I think mine would be the Weeper, and I would, and I would just have, I would just cry enormous tears, and I could core the tear, tears. Oh wow! Yeah, I like that, but I just like that name, the Weeper. Yeah, just like, like, what are you gonna do? Cry me to death? I'd be like, yes, I am. <laughs> and, and then, then they're, they're gonna drown in my salty tears. But what would be cool too is just that that language of. And then he wept. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. I love that. Yeah. That's good. That's gonna be. That's gonna be my deal in that one. You know, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna cry. That I can only control tears, though. So I go around. So I go around funerals and stuff, and I get like super powerful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For real. Is that crazy? (laughs) So. So yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it for the mutant uh, force. So, um, so I think we already know which one is our favorite overall. Slither. It's definitely Slither. Because first off, I love me a snake-headed person. Just love it. Because it's so dumb. It's just like, <laughs> like what, if, what if we put a snake on top of a body? It's dumb. You'll never believe how I got through over the years. But yeah, um, so yeah, let's do uh, plugs. Well, I would love to plug the Right On Network. If you go over to writeonnetwork.com, and that is W-R-I-G-H-T on network.com, we have some lovely programming there for you. I do the Bad Girl Cassandra Kane podcast, and that's on a double feed with the Helena Bertinelli Huntress podcast. She's my favorite hero of all time. We also have a Birds of Prey podcast there called Feathers and Foes. As well as this Doctor Who podcast called Straight Out of Gallifrey, where we cover Doctor Who episodes that feature other Time Lords. And we do a Seinfeld podcast called The Four Who Rules. So check us out. My name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about uh, cryptids in similar detail. I also have a podcast called uh, Limited Theories, where I talk about Marvel Limited series issue by issue with my friend Rob. Um, 
If you want to support the show, I have links in the description for both the social media and also the Patreon. Um, This has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince anymore, and don't toot that horn. Bye!